Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. Good morning, Faj. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Of course, you couldn't see that, but we both looked at each other and said, who's going first? So, you get the good morning set. <laughs> we got it out of the way. Out of the way. And see, I'm going to jump right into our topic because, you know, we've been trying to change and not waste so much time in the beginning of our episodes. That's not true. No? Only you're trying to oh, do that. okay. Maybe I was trying to do it. <laughs> That's a singular goal. Uh, all right. I but, actually enjoy the chatting in the beginning I of the too. episode. I do, too. It's good. Weird. I can't help. I like a little small talk, Dad. Well, there you go. Well, we have small talk. So, la, 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 la. Oh, not, not singing. Dad. Sorry. sorry. Dad. That was bad. I am so sorry, listeners. Yeah, we just apologize. jumped in. <laughs> and instead of getting into the episode topic, because I in- insisted on some kind of small talk, you had to listen <laughs> to my dad sing. And that... I do not sing. He no, does not bad. sing. No. Guitar, yes. Singing, no. big no-no. No, no. No. So please don't do that. It, I will not do it we again. probably just lost 50% of our listeners. <laughs> All the gains permanently. we made over, over the last year. <laughs> we just lost gone. 50% of our listeners permanently yeah, from sorry. that little that little ditty. All right, just... I'll, I'll redeem myself. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of change, our topic this week, we are going to start a new series that we're very excited about and we think that this is going to be good content for you as well listeners Mm -hmm. on managing change right because my god there's a lot of change every damn day there is there is and you might think well i can we have a series on change but when you think about it there's a lot of ways that change happens imposed on us our own stuff what we want to do what we don't want to do things like that so yeah there's the external changes that Mm -hmm. happen right there are internal changes that happen everything there's songs about this everybody no no more don't you sing don't you (laughs) no more singing (laughs) no no it's not a music podcast so let's get into it and for this episode I think it's only right as we endeavor down the series of managing change, it's only right to start with ourselves. That's correct. I think. Mm-hmm. So as as we are thinking about, and this could come into play in a whole variety of ways, but as you're thinking about personally, there's a change that that you want or there's something that you're feeling is unsettled in your life in your home, in in your world in some way, right? Mm -hmm. For you personally. And you recognize that there's an area that you can impact and you can change. How do you go about it? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, that's perfect. Good good segue into that. And then, Dad, as we wrap things up, as we get into this a little bit further, Mm -hmm. I'm going to just throw out a few areas that I think you may want to consider changing. (laughs) 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 And, you know, we can riff on that a little bit and then see where it goes. (laughs) 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 she may be alone on those episodes (laughs) sound good now sounds great i'm just kidding but i think that brings us to the first thing that you have to do right the first thing is that you personally have to want it correct so dad no matter how many changes i see (laughs) as potential for you 
It doesn't matter it because doesn't matter, no. you have to want it. That's right. And so we're going to, this episode is going to focus on us wanting to change something about ourselves, you know, for the better. I'm assuming for the better. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> I want to start drinking heavily. <laughs> so that's what we're focusing on is this whole idea of, and, and you said it so, so well, you know, sometimes, you know, things bug us and it's almost like a little voice way in the back of our head that says, you got to fix that. Like, you got to stop doing that or you got to fix this or you got to get better at this or whatever. You know, that's what we're talking about here. And that's why your first point is gold, because I have to want to do something if I want to change. hundred percent. And this isn't to say, as we're talking about that little voice in the back of our head that's nagging us, it's not to say that you should be giving a ton of space to those like that internal monologue that's Uh telling you all the things you aren't and criticizing you day in and day out. But I think it is being objective about how do you tame that internal critic and be objective about, well, what are the things that I could improve upon? Right. And then take the steps to change them. But 100%, if you don't want it, it's not going to happen. That's 100% correct. There's the normal stuff. Lose weight, exercise. It's so funny. Those were going to be a couple of my point, <laughs> a couple of my suggested <laughs> content for you. But I'm not interested <laughs> in them. <laughs> well, and that's true, right? Like, you aren't the weight that you were 20 years ago. No, right. You aren't the weight that you were 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to count up? Are we going to keep going? <laughs> I'm just, I'm not actually kidding. That is true, dad, but that's your truth. But you are rather unbothered by it, Mm -hmm. right? Right. You have a beautiful wife. You have a pretty nice life. So you are content in the body that you have today. Yeah. And I'm also not spilling out of everything. (laughs) He's like, let me clarify. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, and you're right. Like, so yes, should I lose weight? I really should probably lose 15, 20 pounds. I, I really should. And it would make me better and I, and I, whatever. I have to want to do it. But it's not your passion because. It's not a passion and it, I have to want to do it. Now, granted, you know, what can change that? And I'm not an idiot, you know, a health emergency. Thank God I don't have one. But if they said, you know, man, you, if you don't drop this weight, you know, this is going to happen. Well, that's a wake up call, right? And then, you, you know, a logical person is saying, well, why, why do you want to wait for the wake-up call? Why don't you just wake up, pal? Well, and then that starts you know? to go into, is it external that's causing your change or Correct. is it internal? There you go. So when it comes to the internal, right now I want, there, and I'm just using me as an and example. And I'm sorry, but, I don't mean you know, to pick on you, Daddy. She dove into me. But, <laughs> you know, So that is not necessarily an overwhelming goal. I think about it, and this is real life, right? I think about it. Yeah, I should. And then maybe a couple of days I eat a little bit less or, or whatever. And then I'm proud of myself for not, not eating. And then I lose like two pounds and I get all excited and then I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> but and I go back. You well, know, so. because you don't want it that bad. Sometimes the pain has to force us to want it bad enough. Right. Like something has to be bad enough to make us want it. Right. So And you... you are not in a position where, I mean, listeners, I'm giving him a hard time, but 
you're not that overweight, Dad. Thank you. <laughs> I just want you to be healthy and be around forever. Right, but, I know, I know, yeah. But you have to want it. And sometimes it's a matter of like when that internal monologue gets to be so loud that you can't quiet it down and you just feel like, you know, you're at the point where something has to change or I'm going to break, right? right? Or something's going to break right. or the ball is going to drop. You start getting unhappy. You start, yeah. you start stressing and so on. So I want to take it away from weight loss and all that. Because, you <laughs> yes. Know, we're bombarded every day with weight loss and eat healthy and exercise. It's all all this bullshit. Excuse my French. Let's get off that and get on to. Right. Because food is so damn good. I love it. So and we're going to keep eating. That's so right. we might keep so, growing. <laughs> so, I mean, this podcast was born out of breakfast, for it's God's exactly. sake. Exactly. <laughs> and booze. It right. was born out of breakfast and booze. So, right. obviously, neither of us are going to win any competitions for weight loss That's correct. anytime real soon. So, so, let's talk about growth professionally. Well, right. So, you know, there could be, and let's, and it is true, growth professionally. Do you, are you happy at your job? Like, would, would you potentially want to move up in your job? That would be a goal that you want. And right. we're going to go over some ways to, you know, make that happen. Are you looking to maybe get a new job with a higher position or in a different what about area? changing industries? Or changing I would industries, think exactly. As, you know, th this is the great resignation that's going on right, right now. So people are constantly looking at, what fuels them? What makes them happy? Correct. What's a rewarding Correct. career? So yes. as you listeners are thinking about change within yourself, going after maybe a change in your career and the changes right. that you need to make for you in order to make that happen, right. you have to want it, right? You have to want it. That's exactly it. So let's let's go with that. I want to change, not me, but someone wants to change to either a promotion, in other words, they want to do things that will get them promoted or change their career or change companies, okay? Something like that, right? Listeners, put your desire in this. I'm just giving you some examples. So what's the second thing that would be very important? Once you have that, you have to start thinking about what is it going to take now to get that in a kind of a macro sense, Right, so let, let's say I, I want a promotion. I want to move to the next position in my company. So, great, that's in my mind and it's important to me. So now I, I've got to focus. That was not, I got, I, I have to focus, meaning I have the focus in my head. But I think you are right about you have the focus mm -hmm. and you have to focus and you have to picture it. Yes, correct. You have yeah. to have the vision and you have to be able to picture yourself correct. there. Now, what do I need I have to recognize what it's now going to take to do that. And every one of you has your own, you're going to have your, your own stuff. Now, if, if I have the education already to do it, then that's great. But what if I have to get a master's degree or I have to get a college degree or I have to get a technical degree or whatever? You have to just you know start listing things that have to happen. Do I have to maybe get a mentor and position myself to be able to position, be, get more visibility with senior leadership. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, and and the other thing is maybe it's time if you've now focused in on what it is that you want, the role that you want, if it's this promotion, how do you align yourself with other people that are in that role or at that right. level? Right. And start to understand what it took for them to get there or what does a day in the life look like? How do you start to kind of like build out 
what are the skills or attributes or groups, the things that you need to be doing and participating in in order to put yourself in the position to have that. That's exactly it. And and so this is where you start taking the wish away and doing the work and taking the steps to actually make that happen if you can. Right. And I think we say this every week, but <laughs> I love putting things down on paper. <laughs> you say that all the time. and, and I you, say it all the you're time. You're the young one. See, Christina's the young one and she puts it on paper and I'm the old man and I have it electronically. I like having it electronically but eventually. But is, for me, yes. my, my brain works best when I see things on paper. Right. And I think that's where for you listeners, when I say on paper, it could be a one note in your, you know, on your computer. It right. could be a note in your cell phone. Which, by the way, I have a million, which is a great way to, when you have inspiration and you're mm-hmm. thinking about things, you know, open up the notes section in your cell phone and, and jot things down there. But it's a great place for you to list out the things that have to happen in order for you to put yourself in that vision of what you want. That's right. And I'm going to dovetail off on that note thing. It's critical from both time management techniques uh, to-do list techniques or whatever is get ideas out of your head and onto something, paper, electronically or whatever. When you think of something, get it down and then you can organize it later. So if I'm looking for this promotion and throughout the day something comes up and I, I say, oh, 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 no, 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 I know they're having a meeting. I, I want to see if I can get into that meeting or I, I need to do what, write it down and then figure out how to make that stuff happen because there's a lot that we it's amazing what we think we can remember and we we really don't it's so true and yeah. we have moments of brilliance there's sometimes right that you're driving or you're in the shower or you know you're on a call somebody says something and it just spurs a mm-hmm. moment of brilliance or a good idea <laughs> a eureka moment if we go back to go. an yeah. a, an episode mm-hmm. far far away it was can't remember that many number, moons ago at this point check it out right but yeah when you have those ideas or or you see something that aligns with that goal that you have and that for that change that you want to see in yourself or in your life put it down in that uh you know like manifesting whatever it note, is. Yeah. <laughs> whatever it is yeah absolutely so this is important so we're you know we, we've got the focus and then we have to start figuring out what it's going to take and what you're going to have to do to get there well, and the and, next piece, I think, is we all have a busy schedule, right? Mm-hmm. And I would say one of the biggest hurdles that many people are probably putting up for themselves as they think about the change that they want to have in their life is, well, I don't have time. Or, you know, oh, I, I've got, how would I, how would I work that in with my current job or my parenting? Like if you have a job, but you're really interested in making a change, mm-hmm. Well, you're daunted by the day-to-day tasks that you have and you're thinking about, well, when would I find time to research this other industry or interview or apply, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. right? Same goes for this promotion, right? Well, when am I going to find the time to connect with the right people or are you intimidated by the people that you don't know or the fears of inadequacy that you have? So you really have to look at your calendar, I think, look at your time and kind of do an audit and reprioritization of what can go and what can stay. But if you're really serious about that goal and making that change, you've got to find find the way for you to work in 
for example, if it's learning a new skill, when can you fit in the three hours a week for maybe a training program that you're able to sign up for? Mm -hmm. If it's meeting a new person or going through a mentor relationship, when will that, you know, one hour a week of coaching or mentoring be able to fit in? So you've got to kind of think about what are the things that you can cut off your list mm -hmm. if it's a matter of not having enough time and just kind of like refocusing your priorities. Let me give you a perfect example. When I started my consulting business years ago, I felt that I could grow the business better if I could speak better. In other words, give a presentation. It was even before I even did training. It's because I, I wanted to, you know, give a talk. And I remember I didn't know, I didn't really know what I didn't know. And I was at a rotary meeting and I wrote a talk on membership on how to build what I thought would help build membership. And I remember I read it from, you know, got up to give it and I basically read it with occasionally looking up at people and smiling and then reading it. And I got done and everybody clapped. And a gentleman in our club came up to me and he said, you know, that was really good topic and so on. But if you don't mind, you lost a lot of oomph with it because you kind of read the talk. And he suggested that I take the Dale Carnegie course. Oh, so that's better. how you, that yes. was how you came about taking Dale Carnegie? Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't, I heard of it, but I didn't really know much about it. And it was very expensive. But again, you invested in yourself and your yeah, growth. But why? Because I, I followed this format. I mean, I had a vision like I could grow my business by speaking about it, right? Or speaking about a topic that would guide it. I then started to figure out things to do. So I had written this talk and I was going to give it at the Rotary meeting, which I did. And somebody there gave me advice and, and said, feedback. and feedback. It was a criticism, but it, he didn't do it negatively. He but just what said, an amazing, but I it was think, life changing. But, and I think that is just such a good point because that drives home the whole point for all of us because that was a pivotal moment for you yeah. in that you had charted the things that you needed to do in order to get better at speaking. And one of them was to put yourself outside of your comfort zone and, and give speak. a talk in public, Correct. right? Correct. Good, bad, or indifferent. Yes. And you put yourself out there and it was a bomb somewhat, right? Like it was. I you bombed. bombed. I, I sucked. <laughs> Basically. You sucked. <laughs> right. But because of that, and that's right. where like, I think that that's such an important point. Because you made yourself vulnerable, you got out of your comfort zone, you let yourself bomb. Yeah. Somebody else recognized, I see what you're trying to do. And hey, you've got a lot going for you. The, well, it was like the message was good. Your you message know, was, was great. Good. I see huge potential in you, Joe. Right. But you lost us. <laughs> yeah. Here's a way that you might. And, and if you hadn't, if you had gotten discouraged and you hadn't taken that criticism or pissed off, or pissed off and yeah. said, this jerk came up to me. Here I am right. at this volunteer organization giving my time. And this jerk tells me. Right. But instead, you took it for what it was. And that's why it's so important for us to be listening for and taking in and actually doing something with yes. with criticism, with constructive criticism. Because that changed, charted the whole course of your career and listeners uh, I'm just learning this with you guys right now about kind of how you became 
a part of Dale Carnegie went through the, mm-hmm. the course. But in my life, I recall you being a Dale Carnegie instructor. Uh-huh. I recall going to the trainings with you and watching yes. you speak and coach an entire Dale Carnegie course right. about how to do these things. Uh-huh. And then for a huge part of my childhood, you were a professional speaker. Mm-hmm. And yeah. those were some of our most I recall the best vacations we took were when you were traveling all over the place speaking yes. professionally. Yeah, and it was because I took the course. I took the Dale Carnegie course, uh, which was the main course, how to win friends and influence people in mm-hmm. public speaking. And again, this is why, and we're, I'm getting off topic, but I, I am so passionate about this. When you want to do something, you have to do something. And opportunities present themselves when you're on that path, not before you, you follow. You can't plan mm-hmm. everything. You plan. Obviously, we're telling you to plan, but you can't, you can't plan everything. Well, at some point, the, you have to rip the Band-Aid. Correct. When I took the course, I happened to have an instructor who was a new instructor, and with her was the director of instruction for Dale Carnegie, who recognized me as a talent and said, would you like to be an instructor? We don't let people apply generally, but we try to find them. And that's how I went on the path to become an instructor and changed the consulting to right. being able to over that. So anyway, what I'm just trying to say is dovetailing now and No, and I mean, together. this was a, it, it was a, a good sidebar because I just learned, I just learned how you came about Dale <laughs> Carney, but I just think it's such a good point in the, in terms of making the change that you want. Yeah. And putting it into your day. Cause yes. you, like you said, you have to reorder your day or your, but ta- with your that, time to do some things. Yes. But with that, it's also let, if we stay with that for a second, mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be completely changing your schedule. No. Alter. In that example, you were already a member of Rotary. Yes. And that was an important part of your weekly schedule. It was right. a group that contributed to like you feeling good, right? Mm-hmm. So it kind of like filled a lot of things for you. Right. It was also a good organization for you to meet other professionals that could be opportunities for business at different points in life. Right. But you were able to use that group as a way for you to start to check some of the boxes off in what would you have to do in order to become a better speaker in order for you to do things. So I think listeners, as I'm listening to this and thinking about if you are going towards making the change, look for the things in your current environment that you can use as learning opportunities to help you do the things that are going to help you to either level up get into a new industry, or mm-hmm. do something different. Right. There's probably people that you're already in network with that have connections in those areas or have experience. So just try and look a little bit more objectively and broadly at the environment already around you. To your point, you, you again, I'm using my example, I want a promotion, right? So I'm going to do the things for a promotion. You may, in your current position, not be involved in your your organization's trade associations, you know, whatever the trade is that, that it is. So you might say, you know what, maybe I'll join the trade association. So what does that do? You join the trade group for whatever industry you're in. And now you're meeting other people in the same industry, right? other levels, other people give you advice. You don't even know who you're going to meet that can possibly help you 
or you help somebody else also, but you know, help you in your career. That's a great, you just brought out that example. It might be just funneling in maybe two nights a month when there's a trade association meeting, a local meeting. Right. And you attend it. Right. So, I mean, I just think you know? it's it's not even a matter of in terms of you have to blow up your whole schedule. You have to blow no, up your whole no. world as it right. exists today. Just look for the opportunities within your current environment to put yourself in the position to do the things that you need to do to right. change. Right. So now when you've done those things, the second to last step on this thing, at least in, in our, our, mind. our minds. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably many other steps. It could but be. We try to keep it. You know, simple because you know, I'm a simple Our brain guy, only so. works in, you know, four to five steps. Not even. I'm, I'm about three. I'm around <laughs> three. But you have to commit to a definite, like commit to a time frame. And I'm not saying that you're, you know, oh, I want to, I want a promotion by next week. You know, not, not, not that type of thing. But you have to realize that it's going to take a commitment of time. And I don't mean like, I'm not saying time like 40 hours a week. What I mean is time. It might take six months, nine months, three years. I don't know what it is in your industry to get a promotion or to do, you know, but whatever it is, you have to be in it for the long game. You cannot be episodic and, and say, ah, it's been a month and I, you know, I went to that trade meeting and I did this and nothing's happening. No, because let's stay with that example of joining local trade association People have to get to know you. People have to feel comfortable. You probably have to volunteer on a committee and, mm -hmm. you know, they're going to have some fundraising for the association and you got to do it or whatever. You know, it takes time. So commit and figure out what are you willing to accept? If it's a promotion, obviously, and you don't want to wait 15 years to get that promotion, I understand that. I'm just saying pick a time. I'm going to do these things and I'm hoping to get promoted in one year, in nine months, in six months, in three years, whatever the thing is. And that's very important. Well, and be realistic about it. As you are working on step two and recognizing what it is that it's going to take in order for you to put yourself in position to change, mm -hmm. in this case, like we're talking about that promotion or career change, figure out how long are you going to give each of those things that have to happen in order to like really run their course and right. set the momentum. Like right. when you're talking about a trade organization, don't expect instant gratification. You're not no. going to go to your first meeting and come away with a network of trusted, you know, yeah, mentors four, and advisors. <laughs> four people offered you a job with a right. bigger <laughs> But give it, you know, in, in three months, maybe you've got, right. you know, two new people in your network that, you know, would consider you a trusted peer. In six months, maybe you've got five new friends that are also like-minded individuals that you're helping each other to advance in different ways. Yeah. So I think you have to be realistic about, you know, how how much are you willing to give to each of the right. mini, we'll call them like mini steps to right. getting to the main goal. Right. But the thing is, understand, don't quit. In other words, commit to it. Mm-hmm commit to it, stay with it. You don't know where it's going to end up. It's going to end up better. No matter what, if you do any of those steps, it's going to end up better than it was before because you, you, even if you don't get a promotion, you may get a raise because you're accomplishing more or you may, people might see you as more valuable and the you know, position comes later or they give you some other little, you know, you never know. So well, commit I think, to it. I think on the path to growth, you don't know what you're going to find. No. And 
you need to set some kind of a goal or determine that you want some kind of change. And that's where I think we get to the final point, which is be prepared to adapt and adjust and be flexible. That's it. Because you don't know what you're going to find along that path and journey. That vision of what you want, once you get close to having it, you may learn that it's not quite what you had in focus and you may want to change and adjust and maybe you are happy where you are but it you just needed to be looking at the current situation that you had through a different lens right in my example i was using speaking to get new clients in other words to be able to speak at groups and get new clients and it turned out that yes i got new clients for management consulting and so on but i also developed a training business mm-hmm from it because people said well you improved this but my people need this training can you do this training can you do and i ended up speaking at conferences i ended up then you know getting management consulting clients then training clients you, you know what i'm saying right. I, I didn't go that direction well and you didn't know that you you didn't go into it thinking you were going to be a trainer no just, <laughs> or a speaker but uh, you but just thought speaking a, would be a, a good complement to what you were doing correct and and that's um, why I, I got to say this. This is why we we could have a whole thing for kids in high school and college. Oh God, I'm scared. No, I, I just mean when you think about all the jobs that exist, but when you're in school, there's no awareness given to you of the almost unlimited different varied jobs. You know, it's I want to be a policeman. I want to be an accountant. I want to be a, a lawyer. I want to be a doctor. It's, it's all so these true. major little, these big major pillars that are sitting there. And yet you, you get to work in a company and it's like, oh my God, not only the, there's, <laughs> there's not only programmers, but there's this type of programmer and that type of programmer and this type of program. There's this type of an accountant and that type of an accountant. It's so and this true. Type of accountant and, and you know, it's so funny you say that because I had a an opportunity of a friend is a teacher at a an inner city elementary school mm-hmm. it was a middle school i'm trying to remember i think it was a middle school actually but neither here nor there kids were between let's call it fourth and seventh grade right okay but i was invited to speak to the class for their career day and as i was preparing what i was going to say i had you know a few minutes that i was going to get on and talk to them and um as I was looking at it, I'm like, okay, vice president of business development, um, what does that mean to a, mean? a fourth or fifth grader? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm like, well, shit, are they're going to be so bored? <laughs> what? How do you right. explain what I, you know? How do I explain what I do to these kids, right? So I started trying to like think of, okay, if if I'm a fourth grader, fifth grader, whatever, you know, like. I want to see a fireman. I want to see an actress. I want to see, you know what I mean? Like these yes. are the things that when you ask a kid what they want to be, they want to be a basketball player. They Correct. want to be these things that are like tangible that they know. So I start talking to them about the profession of sales and sales leadership. And I'm like, okay, um, <laughs> when you go, I, so I basically was like, how do you explain this to a kid? Right. So I started, I started talking about, you know, the fact that when you, anytime, you know, the sneakers that you're wearing, like, you know, the breakfast that your parents, you know, that you had or your, the right. lunch that you had at school, nothing happens until you buy something and somebody sells it. So like having to kind of like reframe, that cool? but it's so funny when you say that, because I literally was sitting in front of these kids and I'm like, 
do they understand a thing that I'm saying? And and then I could see like people nodding as I was like mentioning, you know, their Nikes or whatever. Right. But the, the way that we talk about things, you have no, like as you're growing up and you're thinking right. about who you want to be and what you want for yourself until you get to a pretty far down the path in life. <laughs> yeah. You know, probably college age, you don't really have a clue what even exists but as even in far college, as like even in college there's there's only so many courses yeah do you, you want to go of, for sales do you want to go for yes, marketing you, you think of careers as a course like a course mm-hmm. sends you on a career when you finally get out into the world and you there's a myriad of things that within within whatever you thought you know what right. I mean? so, so many specializations yeah. and 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 if you think of that then you can think of you know i want a promotion well, maybe you wanted the promotion, but by doing all of these, just to kind of wrap it up, by doing all of those steps to get the promotion, hell, you got a lateral position at another company making twice as much money, but you're in this, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't mm-hmm. even know where this stuff goes if you follow. So I think it's like, you know, enjoy the journey. Don't yes. be, sometimes it's, you know, first you have to want it. First, you have to recognize the change, but then really appreciate those steps along the way in the whole journey because you'll learn a lot about yourself and about what you really want right and you may find that the area that you're in isn't so bad when you're actually like in it right like when you're fully invested and or you see a lot of better stuff you don't know exactly or you find that maybe you had no idea that something existed just like you know so i'm gonna go the trainer i'm gonna leave (laughs) i'm gonna leave you with this thought (laughs) i'll never forget it grandma my mom when I was, you know, I went to school for accounting and I got a degree in accounting and I was an accountant. And I always say she was very happy because she could always say, my son's an accountant. It was very easy. What does your son <laughs> do? He's an accountant. Everyone gets it. Accounting, I get it, I get it. When I got into consulting and then I was training and speaking, I'll never forget, my your grandma said, I, I don't know what he does, but he talks and people pay him. <laughs> And I, I always felt, how cool is that, that you really should try to get a work where your parents cannot define what the hell you do, <laughs> but they're really proud of you because you're bringing money in. <laughs> That's the coolest. It totally is. You know? It was just so funny. And it's like, amazing when you learn all the things you can get paid to do. It's amazing. She was like blown away. She goes, I don't understand. You used to like to talk and now you talk and people pay you. I mean, that, who's better than that? She's like, it's a dream. <laughs> it's a dream. <laughs> She's like, I'll pay you to shut up though. Right. Exactly. Yeah. When you're home, you shut up. <laughs> do as I say. So anyway, this was this was really good. Thank this you was for fun, this. Dad. Uh, it's very good. Very good. So listeners, we hope you got a lot out of this. Well, and, uh, I hope that you and... think seriously, like a challenge to each of you, and I'll challenge us as well, mm-hmm. to really think about the change that we all want for ourselves and the steps that we can take to go after it. And this is a big time of of year for goal setting in corporations and things like right. that. And I'm not talking about the goals your company has for you. I'm talking about your the own. goals that right. we have for ourselves right. and the change we want to see in ourselves. Yeah. So... Listeners, let us know. What are your goals? What are you challenging yourself with? And if you have a good story of, as we continue on this series of managing change, if you have a good story of um, how you have managed change, maybe within yourself, externally, 
we would love to hear from you. So excellent. let us know. Thank you. Wherever you are, whatever your story, thanks for spending time with us this morning. Now, go and make a difference in your world. There I am again. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dad, should we talk about the externally imposed goals that I'm setting for you? Yeah, please. Let me know what they are so I can avoid them like the plague. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really sorry to bring your weight up, Dad. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye, everybody.